0: This is Beat 97.9 FM. Welcome to the Incaba Sign Show. My name is Olaon Tobar Yusuf. So thank you so much for being a part of the show for today. Now, on the Inkabah Sign Show, every Monday, 9 o'clock till 9.45, we bring you experts in the studio to help you dissect complex science issues into relatable unit uh, so you can get informed on those issues and every Thursday, we we'll bring you a repeat broadcast of each episode at 5 p.m. on today's show we'll be discussing the common parasite of man our guest is a professor of parasitology ecology and environmental biology unit of department of zoology in the university of Ibadong. now she's a specialist in epidemiology transmission and control of tropical parasitic diseases with special emphasis on guinea worm, malaria, um, schizotomiasis. I hope I got that correctly. I'm sure she'll be correcting me. <laughs> She's also the chair of the Pangolin Conservation Guild of Nigeria. She'll be highlighting, you know, common par- parasites of man, the environmental and zoonotic sources, their mode of entry into man, their life cycle in man, the health issues that arise from these parasites, and the control approach to the common parasitic infections in man. Thank you so much for being a part of the uh, Incubus Science Show today, Professor Mokeme Nikeji. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Okay, so um, first of all, I, I said I was going to ask if I got that correctly. Schizotosomyosis. No, <laughs> that is
1: schistosomiasis. Okay.
0: Jeez. Okay, all right. I think I'll um <laughs> I'd have to jot that down yeah. and uh, a couple of other things we'll be talking about today. But well, uh, let's begin with um the common parasite of man. Uh, the one I'm very familiar with is probably the malaria parasites that um, you know everyone talks about because of um you know um it's um should i say commonness in this part of the world and the fact that it has killed a lot of people it's killing a lot of people as well but uh, apart from malaria i'm I'm sure there are other you know parasites that you know are common in the life of man that a lot of people don't even know about so talk to us about this common parasite in the life of man
1: thank you very much uh first of all we when we talk about parasites Mm. uh what are parasites uh what is parasitism for instance uh Parasitism is an association between two uh, different species, and the association is based on a degree of metabolic uh, (coughs) dependence. Mm. So that means, in that association, you have two uh, organisms, two species one is the parasite. And we say the other is the host.
0: So one depends on the other to the, survive.
1: One, the parasite depends on the host to survive. Okay. The host is not gaining anything from this association. In fact, it is being harmed uh, because of the association. Mm. So the association is uh, uh, that which leaves uh, the host, uh, the receiving end. Okay. And then we see that parasites exist in all organisms, in all living organisms. Uh, and they, they are found in different habitats. Okay. Uh, fr- when I say habitats, I mean in the hosts. Mm. That is their own environment. Okay. okay, so we find them in cells. We find them in tissues. We find them in organs. You know, uh, everywhere. Okay. Um, now when we talk about animal parasites because we're interested in the parasites of man yeah okay when we talk about animal parasites and uh, that generally includes protozoans now protozoans are unicellular organisms one-celled okay yeah. uh you can only see them with the microscope and then you also have uh, the helmets okay. okay and then you have uh, the arthropods. these are parasites uh, of man now parasites are uh, they can be ectoparasites, so that means they live on the surface of the body of the host, or they can be endoparasites, that means you inside, find inside okay. of the host, okay. And they can be intracellular, uh, that means they live inside a cell in the host, okay, uh, or extracellular, okay. That means outside, the cell. Out, outside the cell, okay. okay? So you yeah. find some just lying in the alimentary canal, for instance, mm. okay. Uh, now, some are micro. Uh, parasites, just as I said, and some are macro parasites. You can actually see them with your eyes. Now, you just mentioned the malaria parasite. That's a um, uh, micro parasite because I can only see that uh, mm-hmm. with the microscope. Now, when you go to the clinic and you say, oh, I'm feeling feverish. I don't I think I have malaria. Of course, we always diagnose ourselves. You
0: know? <laughs> uh, when you some don't get, even go to the clinic. Oh, just yeah. Go to the pharmacy straight and then buy the drugs. Ex- exactly. Yes.
1: And that is very wrong. Yeah. Okay? Uh, because the first presentation of malaria is uh, will not definitely tell you this is malaria parasite. It, it can be symptoms of other uh, conditions, you know. Uh, so when you get to the clinic, they tell you to hold up ho- hold up your thumb. Mm. Uh, they they do a clean prick, you know, with the lancet, and then they get a tiny drop of blood. Then p- they put it on the slide, okay, and then the lab technologist makes a smear with that your blood and checks under the microscope to check if the malaria parasites are there. So that's a microscopic. You know, because you can't uh, see it yeah, without the magnifying. But some yeah. are macroscopic. All right. I'm sure while we were all growing up, we had uh, in our stool of feces, uh, we had some whitish worms. Okay, That is what we call the Ascaris lumbricoides. Okay? Uh, in the Yoruba language, they call it Aron. Okay, I'm sure most people now these days you yeah. won't find that kind of thing again yeah, yeah. because all the children are digitized, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in those days when you have to play with the soil, play with the sand, you know, uh, do market and play with your peers, now you have you were exposed, okay, because those the eggs of that particular parasite is found in the soil, mm. okay. So when you pick it up, uh, of course, you know, children, you take your hand to the mouth and all that, you, you ingest the eggs, and the eggs will develop inside of man okay or or the child okay that's macroscopic because when i when it comes out with the feces it doesn't only come out with the feces sometimes we vomit as caries sometimes it comes out from the nose okay so you can see that you don't need a microscope for that Mm. okay so these are the different kinds of parasites we have and then most of the time we find parasites in alimentary canal now your alimentary canal is the gastrointestinal tract Okay, now uh, people think it's just a hollow tube. No, it's, it's filled with all sorts of activities, mm. especially when you live in endemic areas where you have a lot of parasites existing. Okay, you can have several worms in your alimentary canal. Okay, some will be buried in uh, the wall of your stomach and just be dangling in your alimentary canal. And don't just lie uh, there, you know, just uh, freely. Okay, and, and then of course, you have parasites and all the associated organs of the alimentary canal, yeah. and then you also have in the hemocyle. Uh, these are the places you frequently uh, find the parasites. But I've told, I've, I've said this morning that you can find them in all tissues, all cells, all organs, uh, everywhere. Uh, and then you have transmission through several means. Okay, I just yeah, before that, you
0: go yeah. through the mode you know, of transmission. Okay. Now, let's look at uh, different examples so that people can relate to this a lot better. I Like the fact that you mentioned, you know, are uh, the what you've asked called arrow when, when you were when you were growing up, right. and then the malaria parasite as well. Yeah. Uh, you know the malaria parasite, for example, what you've said is um, you know microorganism you can't see with your eyes. So okay. let's look at um, uh, forms of parasite that are very common that we can relate to mm. in this part of the world mm. that belong to into the different subset that you mentioned, mm. micro or macro okay. or you know intracellular extracellular. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Now yeah. I start with the Ascaris lumbricoides, for instance. Okay. Uh, the Ascaris lumbricoides are worms. They are helminth worms uh nematodes the roundworms they lie freely in the intestine uh, and they release eggs
0: so is it is it what is always in your stomach when people say you have to deworm well as you deworm is, is is that what happens
1: well that is if you're exposed you don't have to have ascaris lumbricoides but if you're in an area where there's transmission going on okay, okay uh, where some people have it then you are also at risk Of uh, Of getting uh, it. it, Okay. okay? So when you get it, you only get it by uh, in your food, in your drinks that are contaminated uh, with uh, fecal samples because it comes with the feces, the eggs of the worm. Comes out with the feces, mm. so I'm sure you know that in rural areas there's indiscriminate defecation. You, you just, I mean, you go to the stream side and you just defecate somewhere, and then when the rain comes, it washes that into the pond or the stream, okay? And then you have your eggs there. So when you come to fetch, fetch your water, water, you fetch yeah. a lot of parasites, including the eggs of ascaris, or maybe you defecate uh, on the field, or and uh, I mean they have planted corn, they have planted the vegetable, mm. especially vegetable, okay? That, and some people don't really wash well. When they take vegetables from the field, okay, or when they buy from Bodija market, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and or when they buy from Bodija market. You know, the, our market women sometimes are not very hygienic, yeah. and that is why we're preaching, wash your hands all the time. Thank God for uh, this era we are in, where we have the to COVID wash our era. hands. Wash, yeah. You know, wash your hands, wash your hands. It's absolutely, it's amazing because it will actually debar you from getting a lot of uh, parasites. Not just COVID, you know. So when the market women, w- with their baby wants to uh, pass feces. I'm sure you know that there are no latrines in the market. All they do is just beside this uh, 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 counter, yeah. you know, where they put the uh, four and, was, and, yeah. and you know, they just tell the child, oh yeah, just <laughs> bend down and poop, and then they clean the bonbon. Ah, what do you want to buy? Okay, okay. And th- without washing hands, then they sell the vegetable, the away and everything to yeah. you. That means you are carrying some eggs if the child is infected, you know. Uh, so it comes from the feces. So when the eggs get uh, into you, uh, of course, it uh, <laughs> begins to develop uh and then, uh, of course, the eggs, while it's still in the soil, it is already developing. You have the first stage lava. Inside that egg, it develops again into the second stage lava. And none of this will be going on without your egg. knowledge. No, 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 no. I mean, it's still in okay, the soil. In, in the soil. The okay, still okay. in the soil. Okay. So, when you pick it up, at that stage, when you pick it up, uh, and that egg contains the second stage lava, and you ingest it, then there's infection. Mm. Okay, so in your, in your system, it, 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 it goes into, of course you eat it, goes into the intestine. Mm. But for the Ascaris, it doesn't just settle like that. The larva will now con- will embark on the larval migration throughout your body. Okay, it will now leave the intestine. Okay, enter uh, into the circulatory system. Now, when it enters into the circulatory system, it goes to the, uh, uh, to the liver and then to the heart and then to the lungs and then it breaks out from the capillaries of the lungs comes to the pharynx uh, to the trachea sorry and then comes to the pharynx and then you res- you, res- you you retake it again mm. into your intestine now uh, scientists have said that this is just a mimicry or some m- trying to mimic the fact that I mean uh, maybe there's supposed to be an intermediate host mm. you know uh in the course of evolution anyway it settles in your stomach and becomes an adult then the cycle continues mm. and then they mate male and female and then you have eggs again and then that person Passes eggs And the cycle continues Okay so that's how The life cycle Of the Ascaris is But it's Mm -hmm. different For the malaria Okay Okay. The malaria is not that uh, Malaria parasite is not that uh, the, The transmission is not that passive You understand So for malaria parasite There's a vector And that's the mosquito Somebody was asking me recently, why not just kill all the mosquitoes on earth? And then exactly, and just get rid of malaria. You know, yeah. and I had to tell the person that, well, not all mosquitoes are carriers of malaria parasite. In fact, they're they, mosquitoes are very important in the ecosystem. They are the food source for some other animals. Okay, so you can't just wipe them all away. Now, when you, we have hundreds of mosquito species. Okay, maybe over four hundred species. Now you only have like forty species uh, that are relevant uh, in the transmission of malaria parasite. Well, it is only the Anopheles female mosquito. mosquito. Okay, you have different species of mosquitoes. Only the Anopheles female mosquito is important in the transmission of the malaria parasite. So what do they do? Uh, what they do is that they pick up, uh, of course. Uh, I mean, they inject the sporozoids. I mean, you you call them the sporozoids. I mean, uh, that's a stage in Mm. in the development of the parasite. You know, uh, uh, while they are trying to take a blood meal, uh, they inject the sporozoid into man, and that develops, uh, that gets into the liver. Of course, uh, through some other uh, development, it becomes a a, a merozoid and enters the red blood cells because the malaria parasites, that's why they check your blood when you say you have malaria. So it's in the red blood cell. Okay, that's an intracellular parasite, isn't it? Yeah. It's living in inside the, the cell. red blood cell. Right. Okay, so it's, it, it's in the red blood cell. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, you have bouts of malaria when the cells, uh, red blood cells uh, burst, you know, and release uh, merozoids. Uh, in the, until at a point is reached. When some merogotes develop into uh, gametocytes, uh, you know, and then you have that being picked up by the mosquito again, and then development goes on in, in the mosquito. Now, this is a very interesting parasite mm. because normally you say we have definitive host, that's where you have adult parasites and where you can uh, have sexual uh, reproduction of parasites in the definitive. But in the case of malaria parasite, it is not so. Okay, it is in the Uh, mosquitoes the vectors that you have uh, the sexual uh, development uh, of the parasites so uh, they develop and then they become sporozoites again and then the cycle continues so these are examples Uh, of course we have very many parasites too too many uh there's Guinea one oh yeah yes. there's guinea worm there's guinea worm and that, that guinea worm is a very good example of what we can actually do as human beings uh, to eradicate parasites right. okay I worked on guinea worm uh, many many years ago in the 90s uh, in 15 villages around here in the, your state uh, the Yorubas call it sobia that's guinea oh, worm oh yes right. that's okay. the guinea worm okay and then in those days it was a big deal because when I enter any village it was I was always very very uh, uh, sorry uh, sympathetic. I, I feel sad. You know, I, I, I really felt bad. You know, when I see people, those old men uh, lying down prostate, you know, uh, just on, on, on the bed, they can't go anywhere because they have guinea worm. Guinea worm is also a round worm okay uh, and and uh, you know it is really ravaged it, it, we had over 3 million cases at a point now we don't even we have been certified free of guinea worm in yeah. nigeria of course there will be one or two here and there you know uh, but they're still present in some other places you know like uh, well-thorn areas like uh, sudan or you know mali or something you know uh, but um, i mean you, you 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 for guinea worm uh, what happens is that uh you, you, the, the worm itself uh uh lives in the subcutaneous tissue of man.
0: What is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, it's not intracellular now, okay. okay lives in the, and, and most of the time, it is, it is in the tissue of the leg, you know, where it can have access to water, okay. Now, the, when the worm is gravid, that means it's full of larvae, okay. Uh, it moves to extremities of the body like the lake for instance mm. uh so when the person that is infected mm. goes into the pond because it's only the pond that is good for the life cycle of the animal That's okay. where you have the right ph and you have all the right conditions for the level to thrive yeah you know so when the person wades into the pond and uh, not the river this time the mm. pond okay uh now as he's the person is wading into the pond now if the worm is already gravid and wants to come out and the person already has an ulcer that is and uh, I mean. The other is or uh, has busted, you know. Ah, mm. uh, the, the worm will come out, the anterior end of the worm will come out, whitish worm will come out, will protrude through the uh, opening, the st- yeah, okay. And then it will come out and shed its larvae as you are, as the person is wading into the pond, it's shedding the larvae into the pond, the larvae of the guinea worm, okay. That's the, the first stage larvae. So, that first stage larvae will be in the water for some time, okay, it's trying mm. to survive, but it has to be picked up by intermediate hosts so we have s- different kinds of hosts for parasites okay. you have definitive you have intermediate okay, or maybe vectors okay, so uh, in the intermediate hosts, this time around is cyclops they are crustaceans okay? they live in the water that's where you can find them in ponds. So, the okay. water is
0: the intermediate host?
1: No, 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 no. The cyclops. Okay. That crustacean. That, you know, it's, it's, it, uh, it, you know, I don't know how to describe it, but oh. it's found in water. It's a crustacean. Right. It's also an organism. Uh, it's a species of uh, of crustacean. So, it picks up the larvae and then development continues in that host, intermediate host. Mm. Now, the development of that parasite from first stage continues to the third stage. Mm. And anybody who comes to fetch water and you fetch the Cyclops containing the third stage lava or lavi, that is the person that can be infected. Right. Okay. Okay. So if you fetch water, and all the uh, cyclops in your water has first, uh, first stage, second stage lavi, I mean nothing will happen. Hmm. But the moment you fetch water and you find cyclops harboring the third stage lavi, then you pick up the infection when you drink the water. Now the cyclops goes into you with the water. Okay, Uh, and then the hydrochloric acid in the stomach destroys the cyclops, but it will not destroy the larvae. So the larvae will embark on its own migration, developing into the adult, and it will take nine months. Okay, by nine months, he becomes an adult. You understand? Mating has occurred, maybe the male has died off or something, and uh, the female comes out again when The person leads into the pond, mm. so it takes a, like a year for all these things to happen. to happen, okay. Uh, so these are the I mean, you mentioned guinea worm that yes. that, that that's the guinea worm, mm. that's how the, the guinea worm is contracted. But we're grateful, uh, that we're certified free it. now, yeah. Okay, uh, it's
0: the Income Science Show right here on the beat 97.9 FM. We're talking about the common parasite of man, um, their mode of entry, their life cycle in man, and the health issues arise from this parasite. We'll take a short break on we'll get back, continue the conversation. Remember, you can be a part of the show by calling. 0700-1979 If you have any questions for our guest In the studio our guest is Professor Olajumoke Moreni-KJ Professor of um, Parasitology and Ecology At the Department of um, um, Zoology University of Ibado We'll continue the conversation after this break Don't go away
1: You are tuned into, into The Beat 97.9 Ibado There's other radio stations Dad, why does the sun follow me everywhere I go?
0: I think it's actually just everywhere you go.
1: What do you mean, daddy? Hmm,
0: my son. Well, science explains how the earth revolves around the sun.
1: Interesting, dad. I thought the earth is a stationary object. How does it revolve around the sun?
0: Hmm. I don't have an accurate answer for this, but I do know where to find answers. The Inkaba Science Show on the Beach 97.9 FM Epado.
1: Okay, daddy. Son. Where are you off to? I'm off to tell my friends to tune in to the Incuba Science Show Every Monday on the Beats 97.9 FM Ibadan by 9am And also catch the repeat broadcast on Thursday by 5pm We can't miss it!
0: The Incuba Science Show Powered by Incuba Biotech Africa's genomics company This is the Incuba Science Show This is the Inkaba Science Show on the Beat 97.9 FM. We're talking about the common parasites in man. Our guest is Professor Elijah Moke Remember, the show comes your way every Monday, 9 a.m. till 9.45. And then there's a repeat broadcast uh, on Thursday at 5 p.m. So you, you've, um, you know, talked about the malaria parasite and Guinea one. Um, you know, like some of the common parasites in this part of the world. So I'd like us to now focus on... Um, you've explained the mode of entry of, of um, both of them, actually. I want us to focus on the uh, environmental and zoonotic sources of this um, parasite, um, maybe the, the kind of um, environment that allows them to thrive and infect people more. So that, that's what I want us to uh, focus on right now.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Uh, during the course of my explanations, mm-hmm. I tried to uh, highlight some things, and it's very obvious uh, that sanitation is important sanitation level of sanitation extremely important in for parasitic infections uh in an area where the level of sanitation is very low where they disc- defecate indiscriminately anywhere uh no latrines uh w- parasite eggs can get to anywhere uh, and can be transmitted anyhow okay uh, there's also the issue of uh uh, 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 I mean, majorly indiscriminate defecation, sanitation level when people don't wash hands, when they don't take care, uh, for example, uh, in some uh, uh, protozoan parasites, for instance, let's take Gerdia, which is transmitted uh, very seriously in uh, daycare centers. Mm. Now, in, uh, in, in those kind of centers, when there's no proper hygiene, okay, there's always a problem. Okay, so sanitation level extremely important, and then uh, talking about the environment. Now we 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 should also note that there are some there's an increasing association of man with uh, wild animals, Mm. and that is resulting in transmission of animal parasites uh, to man. Uh, That is what we call zoonosis that you mentioned. Okay, when man uh, try to uh, go into the wild. Take relate with wild animals. Uh, I'm sure you must have seen that kind of consequence in Ebola. Yes, uh, that kind I,
0: of con- I, I, I mean, you took it out of my mouth, yeah. you know, uh, the interaction with bats. Oh,
1: oh yeah, yeah, uh, and I'm sure we will not forget in a hurry uh, that pangolins were also implicated for coronavirus uh, in china Uh, so this is when you try to mingle with wild animals the parasites are okay with the wild animals but by the time you let them come to man then it becomes a great problem okay so that's man mingling uh, with wild animals and uh, uh, mingling with wild animals Uh, environmental factors uh, like the climate uh, like the uh, temperature the uh rainfall you know all those are also important in right. transmission of a uh, parasite okay uh, especially now that we have uh global warming, uh, um, of course we, in, in area, tropical areas we have more uh, malaria uh, 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 incidences, cases, yeah. uh, cases you know, uh, because of the global warming because of climate change and all that so these are things that can affect uh, you know, and then the behavior of man uh, living in overcrowded areas you know, when uh, people are just lumped together, there's a lot of transmission going on like that, parasites can jump from man to man, it can come from one person's bed to another, you know I mean, uh, these are the issues uh, that uh, that we have oh, uh, you,
0: you you mentioned ebola um in in your um submission and then you also uh, made reference to the coronavirus out, uh, outbreak as well uh, which you both were well, this uh, battling right. with and I remember the one of the episodes that we talked about viruses mm-hmm. you know on this show uh, you know uh, we, we learnt about how virus usually want to survive in their host that they mutate so in this case for you know I mean viruses are also parasites at the end of the day well, and they are the parasites <laughs> and, and then, and then similarities number. in the in the way they want to survive because you mentioned you know guinea mm-hmm. worm how they you know reproduce and reproduce and the system mm-hmm. you mentioned the uh, the other worms now that we call iron you mentioned mm-hmm. how they you know um you, you know um is as it the, give birth now and then yeah, you know yeah. continue to mm-hmm. exist and everything so in mm-hmm. the case of you know past devices is this, is this the same you know thing uh, i mean uh, can we call them parasites as well
1: no virus mm. is different that's another uh, uh area you know of study okay uh for parasites that's another area. And then of course you have bacteria. Because, because I
0: would think that I mean because uh, the virus also needs its host to survive so oh, yeah. be, and it's also like a you know parasitic relationship based on what you've explained well, as well.
1: Well yeah. well well that might be right okay yeah. uh, but I'm concerned with the parasites yes. I don't want to go into the yeah, virus, I, I virus and all that yes, and bacteria yeah. and yes. all that and all that but I mean it's uh, they also depend on the host to uh, to, to survive mm-hmm. you know and to, to continue to uh, uh, um, uh, for parasites one of the things they have tried to do is to reproduce in large numbers. So, for example, you can have a parasite uh, uh, lay, uh, sorry, not lay, uh, shed thousands of eggs. Okay. Some of them will definitely survive. Okay. So that's the strategy for parasites. Okay. So you have thousands of larvae being shed. Okay. So even if so many are destroyed, some will still survive, survive to yeah. continue the life cycle. Mm. Okay. So that's what you have uh, for parasites.
0: Mm okay so let's now look at um you know what you mentioned earlier the host intermediate host yeah. um I, i've forgotten the, the, the third one that you mentioned now you know in terms vectors. of uh, the, and, vectors, uh, the, the vectors yeah. yes yes mm. i want you to um you know explain you know the host intermediate host and the vectors i know that you know for i think for viruses they are vectors right mm. yes
1: well for, for parasites yes. uh when you say the host mm. that's or you say the definitive host Okay, because the intermediate host is also a host.
0: So, for example, if someone has malaria now, Mm -hmm. the person is a definitive host of the parasite. Well,
1: malaria is quite different from other parasites. Okay. Now, let's take... uh Let's take another parasite now. Let's take, uh, for, for example, Bushiraria Bank Well, no, not Bushiraria Uh Let's take our Ascaris, for instance. Okay, we say the sexual reproduction takes place in the definitive host most of the time. Okay, but for malaria, it is different because you have the uh, sexual reproduction taking place in the vector, in the mosquito. Okay, so the definitive host is where you have the adults where the sexual reproduction is going on. Mm. Okay, the intermediate host is where you have the other life stages, okay, life forms uh, of the parasite, mm. okay, developing. Okay, and then sometimes when it's an active uh, t- transmission, you have vectors. Okay like mosquitoes for instance mosquitoes don't just transmit malaria they also transmit other kinds of parasites uh, for example like schleraria uh uh, bankruptcy, uh taken by mosquitoes too mm. and so on and so forth mm okay so
0: let's now look at the various health issues that arise from you know these parasites because um you know when they infect you know, the the individual there are you know um all kinds of impacts to have on the system of that person mm-hmm. and they want to continue to survive as mm-hmm. well so let's look at the uh, health issues that arise from this parasite
1: well uh i w- let me take an example of a protozoan parasite mm-hmm. the entamoeba uh, histolytica is a protozoan parasite uh, the Entamoeba histolytica is found in the uh, also in the alimentary uh, canal uh, most of the time in the large intestine. Uh, normally, uh, the Entamoeba histolytica uh, it, it's an it, I'm sure you have heard of amoeba. Now, yes, this amoeba. is a parasitic okay. amoeba I'm talking mm. about. We call it entamoeba histolytica. It's parasitic, okay, in man. Okay, uh, it stays in the large intestine. I mean, normally, uh, I mean, enjoying a commensal association where it's just benefiting by staying in the host. Mm. The host is not losing anything. Uh, but at a point, it becomes virulent, okay? And then it invades, you know, it invades uh, uh, the tissues, or the walls of the large intestine okay uh and then it moves on away from there uh, of course it causes uh, moves on to the liver for example causing uh, ulcer in the liver mm. it can move on to the To the brain, for instance. I mean, just generally wander around the body, causing a lot of uh, problem and disease uh, for the person that is harboring it. Uh, We also have some other parasites like that that can wander into several areas of the body: the brain, the uh, I mean, the liver. I mean, every area, you know, uh, causing a lot of. problems for the system. So it depends on the parasite you're talking about. For our common Ascaris lumbricoides, for instance, uh, of course, when you have Ascaris lumbricoides, uh, if it comes back uh, to the stomach, for instance, there's a tendency that you want to vomit Okay, you become nauseous, and then you vomit the Ascaris lumbricoides. Now, apart from that, they can wander away uh, into into the brain, into you know, causing all sorts of. the brain? Oh yeah, causing all sorts of serious problems. And Mm. then I told you about larval migration. Uh, They can cause uh, pneumonia, pneumonitis. I mean, in in the lungs, Mm. for instance, uh, while the larvae is wandering around, moving around. So I mean, different things that can be caused uh, by parasites. Uh, And I want to say that parasites have. Very important. Uh, it's just that most of them are neglected and and not. They're food. important,
0: but they're, they're dangerous as well.
1: That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, they, 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 we should focus and try to do something about parasites. Uh, it's like uh, it's not like uh, some parasites are not very very. Very popular, like the malaria parasite. Yes. Okay, most of them are neglected tropical parasites. For example, I mentioned the Ascaris, for instance. Mm. Who thinks about Ascaris? No Who one. thinks about oncosacchiasis, for instance, Onchosachavovolus? That is the one that causes river blindness. Okay? I'm sure you have watched some documentaries where you have a whole community with nodules on their bodies. Yes. And they are scratching their yes. body. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. And that is transmitted by the black fly. Simulium damnosum, okay, uh, which survives with the river in the in the community mm. but because he has to lay his eggs and, and the eggs need uh, the river uh, for survival. So they scratch their body and the whole body is, 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 is all rumpled and, and they look aged and everybody is sitting down incapacitated. They can't go to the farm. And you know, all the food we eat in town or in the urban areas come, come from, from the, the rural areas. Yes. So, and then I told you just now that, I mean, the parasite itself needs the river you know to survive uh, to survive yeah. so these people sometimes they abandon the community where they when i say community has a river it must be fertile land. isn't mm. it mm-hmm. they abandon that settlement and run away when they say that everybody is infected okay with with the parasite okay they run away leaving that fertile land. uh that's a, an economic loss Mm. For the nation. Mm. So parasites come in various uh, uh, forms, you know, forms and in various ways. Uh, we should focus on them because they actually cause a lot of problems. Okay. Uh, in 2019 alone, nearly half of the world's population uh, was at risk of malaria, for instance. Uh, and then there were 229 million cases in 2019, estimated 409,000 deaths from malaria and of course the vulnerable groups are those that are most of the time infected mm. like the children under five okay i was privileged to be well, not privileged but i was i had at a point i had to get at Ashe you know in uch yes where you had that's the children's ward mm. and uh, because i stayed there overnight I, I i i cried i saw children being carried out dead you know uh, why some of them malaria just malaria you know malaria is a killer of children okay so uh and then now of course the african region uh had 94 percent uh of the malaria cases in that 2019 i just mentioned so it's a lot of problem parasitic infection. Of course, the entamoeba histolytica I mentioned, our normal amoeba that we yes. study in school, yes. now there's a parasitic form, and that's the entamoeba histolytica. Now, that is estimated to infect about 35 to 50 million people worldwide. Okay? So, that's not beans. Okay? That's a lot of uh, uh, issue. Mm. Okay? So, and it's estimated to kill more than 55,000 people each year. That's a lot of
0: issue. Okay. You've you mentioned, um, you know, quite a number of, um, you know, um, impact or effects these parasites have. Mm-hmm. I've also um, highlighted in some ways the need for, you know, hyg- hygienic practices That's among people. Right. Are there other um, non-manual factors, if I can say, that um, allow these, um, you know, um, parasites to thrive? Uh, because sometimes some people will say that there are, maybe because of your, you know, the, the, the environmental, the, the um, tropical nature of where you live and everything, whether or not you're hygienic, you are, you know, susceptible to uh, being infected by this process. So are there, you know, possible, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, non made factors that allow these things to thrive and allow these infections to thrive?
1: Well, uh, just as you said, yes. I've, I've, I've been talking about tropical parasites actually. Uh, mm. So that means because we're here in the tropical area, uh, we're exposed to these uh, uh, parasites, mm. some of these parasites. Uh, for example, again, the malaria, uh, we still have them in the tropical areas, So you're exposed uh, because, I mean, the, the, the climate is right uh, for, the, for, the, for the, I mean, uh, transmission of the parasite. And also it can be genetic, okay? And then, I mean, and some other, uh, for example, uh, uh, <laughs> when well, we talk about the sickle cell trait, you know uh some are as some are ss some are a okay uh but when you have the sickle cell trait the as uh thing uh your 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 red blood cells are sickle shaped so it does not help the survivor of the malaria parasite so yeah so uh those kind of people might not come down with malaria mm. uh as, as often as somebody like that is AA okay. for instance okay. you know uh so i mean those kind of things also exist mm. you know where you have some factors uh, that are not uh, you're, you're doing mm. uh trying to make you susceptible I mean, to being infected uh, by parasites.
0: All right, 0700-1979, that's the number to call if you have any questions relating to what we've discussed so far on the show, the common parasite of man, the life cycle of this parasite and uh, the kind of strategy that they use to survive because they also want to survive and continue to feed off uh, their host, 700 So I just realized that we've um, spoken about Guinea worm, we've spoken about the other type of worm, malaria as well. And then there's another one, the, the, the at uh, quality tongue twister the uh schistosomiasis sh- yes
1: okay. yeah oh, well that uh, well that's uh schistosomiasis uh is transmitted by uh parasites uh we call schistos i mean so many species mm-hmm. uh, but we have schistosoma hematobium schistosoma mansoni uh what we have for schistosomiasis is that i mean these are uh, uh, these parasites uh uh for schistosoma hematobium That particular parasite Mm. The eggs are passed out in urine So when we go to the rural areas uh, We want to take samples We take urine samples Uh, We find the eggs in the urine Okay, Uh, And then uh, When you go to some remote areas They tell you that their children pass blood In urine uh, that is a that is one of the symptoms of uh, uh, uh schistosomiasis Mises, okay. okay passing blood in urine and some people actually take it as uh, a, a developmental thing they say ah, in our own community when we are getting older when we are coming of age we pass ura- uh, blood in urine no that it's a parasitic infection uh, schistosomiasis okay
0: okay so um it's a parasitic infection, like, you know, malaria and, and the other ones mm-hmm. you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to us about the, you know, uh, the mode of survival and the life cycle of this uh, parasite okay. in, in man.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, that needs, instead of, I mean, I talked about malaria having the mosquito as the vector or the intermediate host. Mm. But for Schistosoma hematobium, uh, they are mollusks, snails. Okay, at intermediate host. So when the, the regular snail, uh, uh, no, uh, certain kinds of snails, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, that live uh, in fresh freshwater. So these kind of snails, either is Bulinus species or Biomphalaria species, it depends on the kind of parasite of Schistosoma uh, we're talking about. Okay, so those snails, uh, the development uh, proceeds in those snails until you get the sacharia. Okay uh the snails shed the sacaria uh and when the are shed of course they now seek the host uh and then they penetrate the host uh uh so that is the life So is it when
0: you you know is because like you said there are different kinds of snail so is it when you eat that no, kind of snail No
1: no the snails is just the snails are there as intermediate hosts. host Okay so the parasites just goes through some developmental stages Okay, wow. in the snail. Okay, I get, okay. I get it now. Yes, okay. until okay. they now become sacchari and the snail well shed, developed enough developed and then and become okay. sacchari. That's another oh, life thing. Okay. And then they shed the sakary Okay, now it is this sakary that in
0: is uh, transmitted to yeah. man. So, what is the mode of transmission?
1: It uh, penetrates the man. Okay, yeah. So, like, okay, you, you, you,
0: you have contact with the water uh, yes, yes, that that's, is infected. That's right, okay, that's right. Okay, so that's let's look right. at what it does to the system when the person is infected now.
1: Well, uh, one of the things it does is mm-hmm. that, I mean, it, uh, it, it it affects the, especially when it's urinary schistosomiasis, that's uh, urinary space, uh, I mean, the bladder, you know, that's urinary side mm-hmm. uh, of the body. Uh, that's why there's blood in mm-hmm. urine uh, when uh, one has uh, schistosomiasis. And then, of course, it causes other things like uh, when children are sick and they cannot uh, go to school, you call it absenteeism. Uh, that uh, children are weighed down by parasitic infections mm. uh, they can't go to school and so on and so forth I mean these are just issues around uh, uh, parasitic infections okay
0: so let's look at the uh, control approach to this um, infections now because uh, there's a uh, you know um, wide range of effect they have on the people mm. and the society at large you just mm. told us the statistics of um, you know millions of people getting uh, killed by malaria getting killed by all sorts of parasites especially in this part of the world mm. so let's look at the common ways you can you know um control the uh various common common parasitic infection that you've mentioned now
1: well uh mm. chemotherapy is one way uh when we take drugs uh to i mean anti-helminthic drugs for instance for helminth uh, of course, I won't be prescribing drugs no, from no. here. Okay. Uh, so when people are sick like that, of course, they go to the clinic or to the hospital and they are given uh, drugs uh, for, for malaria. Of course, I'm sure, you know, we had issues uh, with uh, with the drugs for malaria because of I mean resistance to drugs. Uh, and then, uh, of course... Uh, uh, the parasites are also, uh, I mean, always uh, there's antigenic variation for the malaria parasite. It's always changing its surface coat. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a problem trying to keep pace, I mean, with the parasite producing drugs that will combat the parasite. Because if you produce this drug today, the parasite might change its uh, antigenic uh, coating. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, its um, surface coating. Uh, we call it antigenic variation. And it becomes resistant so it to, becomes the resistance to the mm-hmm. drug. That's why we now had combination therapy. Mm. at a point uh you know so i mean these are issues so i mean so drugs you have to go to the hospital so that you are given the right drugs uh for uh the uh uh, parasite whatever the parasite is and then you sometimes you have mass drug administration when you have to treat the whole community uh some i mean that is expensive actually and it needs a lot of monitoring okay so it's not always working Okay, uh, is not always working in rural settings because most of these parasitic infections are more in rural areas. Uh, we have very few of them uh, around us in the urban setting. So, because I mean of the level of uh, poverty, because of uh, sanitation level that is low, they are more. In that kind of area is
0: this kind of, um, you know, approach is it similar to what is called herd immunity? Now, they, they always talk about they want to achieve herd immunity by you know, maybe vaccinating a set of people all together and everything. Is it similar? Is it, yeah, because
1: mass drug administration you are trying to capture and break the transmission of the parasite, mm. okay? Once you can get everybody, uh, for example, you administer drugs to a whole community and nobody can, I mean, has the parasite again, uh, to visit the pond for instance and uh, drop the larvae or something. Something, then, I mean, we have the breaking transmission for the parasite, and if we can achieve that, I mean, that is like gradually trying to put a stop or eradicate or eliminate uh, the, the, the parasite, parasite in yeah. question okay
0: mm-hmm. and uh, since I asked the question about vaccines mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. you've already talked about the issue of um, a drug resistance uh, are vaccines also you know potent in fighting you know a, a parasites
1: oh yes yeah. v- very well mm-hmm. uh it's just that i mean the process of getting a vaccine is long and, and mm-hmm. you know the
0: research uh, and everything yeah the okay. research
1: and everything and uh, uh for example trying to get a vaccine for malaria has been there are some in clinical trials now but i mean it has been a very serious problem because of the problem we have with the parasite uh i mean that's antigenic variation and all, sorts, dynamics of the, exactly, you know, and all sorts of uh, other issues uh so uh so vaccine is good i mean mm. if we can get it it's just that i mean it's not there now mm.
0: Thank you very much, Professor Olaji Moke, uh, Moreni KG, for being a part of the Inkaba Science Show. But just uh, before uh, you go... um I also remember that, um, you know, usually some people don't even go to the hospital. I think I mentioned it earlier. When they have, they say they have an infection. And mm-hmm. the first thing they do, they just go and buy an antibiotic. So, mm-hmm. is there a way the indiscriminate use of these antibiotics um sort of um, bolster this parasite more or uh, kind of help in their, you know, the dynamic that they change and they become make them more resistant to drugs?
1: Well, if you're given antibiotics and you don't follow the regime, you mm-hmm. don't take it as you're as you asked to, you don't finish uh, the, the dose yeah. or the dose then you give the parasite more power because then it can begin to uh i mean uh, become resistant mm. uh and then you can now have resi- resistant uh, strains you know so there's a need for you when you have any problem parasitic infection any disease you know you visit the hospital make take some tests to ascertain the exact thing uh, that is wrong uh, with you and then take the prescribed drugs uh, religiously okay so that you don't cause more problems uh, because the parasites can actually become resistant mm. when you do not take your drugs uh, properly uh, and of course i've mentioned behavioral change man must change we must change our behavior mm. uh, i mean to, to to i mean to our surroundings and all that and to the way we uh, do things. We must become more hygienic. We must make sure our sanitation level is high enough uh, to to. I mean, p- protect us. I mean, from this kind of parasitic infections. Uh, and we must generally uh, uh, be on the lookout mm. and uh, take uh, caution.
0: Okay, thank you very much. Our guest has been Professor Olajumoke Kemarani K.G., a professor of parasitology, ecology and environmental biology unit, Department of Zoology, University of Ibadan. She is a specialist in epidemiology transmission as well as control of tropical parasitic diseases, especially guinea worm malaria. Uh, she's a Tomeasis and helmet. She's been talking about, uh, you know, uh, common parasites in man, the health issues that arise from this parasite, and the common approach of dealing with the common parasite infection. Thank you once again for being a part of the Incaba Science Show. Thank you very much for Thank you for me. listening to the show as well. Join us on the repeat broadcast of this episode by...